This is episode 28 of the Chick in Charge podcast with CEO of All-in-One Security, Mary Parker. Today's guest is Vera Smith. Smith, a longtime television and film set designer, shares some stories of her 30 plus years in the entertainment industry, from meeting Morgan Freeman on the set of Driving Miss Daisy to finding the iconic desk that Martin Luther King wrote his I Have a Dream speech at in the award-winning film Selma. Smith is herself a star. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Mary Parker, CEO, All-in-One Security, and your host for the Chick in Charge podcast. Along with me today is my co-host, Ms. Sarah Smith of Solution Road. Good morning, Mary. And Port, thank you so much for being here to keep us sound. <laughs> and we are so excited today. We've got some very exciting guests for you. And um, we're recording today on Facebook Live, yep. so make sure you Love you tune in to us and send a share it with all of your friends and colleagues so that we will have a great day together today. Joining us with our first guest is Miss Vera Smith. And Vera, I love talking to women who are doing the things you're doing, and I believe that some of our uh, listening audience will get a lot of information today oh. because you are rebranding yourself, but have spent years working in entertainment and film. And we're gonna talk about two very important pieces that you've worked on. One is Driving Miss Daisy. Yes. I love that movie, still do. And the other, is Selma mm. two very very important isn't that things. wonderful yeah so I'm, I'm gonna thankful. just let you chime in here tell us a little bit about you um, talk about some of the things you've done in film and we're just gonna bring it right up to date as to how you're now rebranding yourself lovely to be here and um, I'm just reflecting after Sarah reached out to me to say would you like to share about this you know your life and your career and it was like you know Wow, yes. And then meet Mary Parker. Had a, <laughs> I was like, what? So it's so cool to be a chick in charge. Well, thank you so uh, much for being here with thank us today. You. And it's creativity. Creativity is really what I was born with, driven with. And I found my way into film and started in 82, just doing commercials, little, little independent movies, etc. And then when Driving Miss Daisy came along, it was like magic. How did you get you that job? You could feel it. Uh, through a roommate wow. that uh, she's just like, Vera, you've got to just, and, and, I, and I already knew so many people on the crew, but it just sort of evolved. That's excellent. And um, you could feel the energy of telling an important story, you know, a story. It's really what it's about. Yeah. Um, and I was allowed to be myself, to wake up every day, see beautiful people, great catering. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you know, Good food is always great to have mm -hmm, on set, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, 
great people. And the fact that Ooh. you also mentioned energy as well. Yes. So for those women out there who are mm. multitasking and mm -hmm. some days feel drained and you know, really wanting to keep going, what would be a piece of advice you'd offer them in terms of keeping that energy level up? Because that is That is a beautiful question. Important. What a powerful, important question. This meditation, programming, and you know, whatever, there are many uh, labels you can put on that, but you're basically going within and within yourself and designing your day, designing your day like I'm wake up, it's going to be great. I love that. And all yeah. I'm going to do is give and serve others, right. you know. I hope I'm not being too crazy, but. No, no, <laughs> oh, no that's, that's not crazy because, at all. Sarah, and I'm sure you would agree with this as well. As women, we tend to mm -hmm. put everything mm -hmm. and everyone else before ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And in order to, I believe, in order for us to include ourselves in a day, we must start with that. Get inspired. I do that as well. Get up in the mornings, the first thing I do is meditate. I pray, oh God, I meditate, then I work out. I did not out. know that. That's because fantastic. Because if I don't do it then, right. when it. I get home in the evenings, I'm too tired. <laughs> I've got the world on my shoulders and I've you know, dealt with everyone else's issues and trying to mm -hmm. continue mm -hmm. uh, moving this new mm -hmm. spindle that I'm on, this new journey that I'm on as well. So ladies, remember, take time for yourself. Do it first. Yep. You know, the word of God says to seek first the kingdom of God and all the things that we're working and driving and trying to make happen. Mm -hmm. And his promises, he says, is already done. So take time for yourself. The world will continue to move without you being a part of every aspect of it. So talk a little bit about, you know, the experience with, um, your experience with, with Selma. That's, oh, that's very interesting. I've spent I time am, there as well. Let me tell you, I am so blessed. I didn't really go to the town Selma. We shot so much in Atlanta, Decatur, Avondale Estates. Um, but it was just a gift because it was the life of Dr. King, right? You know, yeah. and it, I was doing his home and his, he and Coretta's home, and I mean, it was intricate. Everything had to be like period correct. So I mean, you I, were you were putting the sets together. Yes. You were putting the pieces. I was a purchaser. The I had to okay. find everything. Wow. Along with like two other people. What was the hardest we thing didn't... to find? Well, uh, we had a really hard time finding his desk, his studio in this home we were filming in. It was such a small room, and uh, we were trying to stay, you know super correct to really what the room was like. Right. He had a day bed and a desk huh. and a, okay. a, an alternate chair. So that was it. And the desk was tough because to find something and my boss and I, we were kind of like almost about to kill each other. It's not really. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, we so know. She said, go to Macon. She says, go. I, I, you know, because we we'd exhausted Atlanta, Lilburn, Duluth. We had been shopping everywhere looking for this desk. She told me she's not very going to Macon tomorrow. Just go straight to Macon. I don't hear the great antiques there. Drove to Macon. Yeah. First antique mall I went to, the very, very back clearance area, there was the desk. Wow. For $150. Oh, my. And it fit in my van. And did yeah. oh you get a chance to keep that after the production? Oh, well, they keep everything. You know, okay. they, 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 in case they have to do a reshoot, you know, gotcha. they have to hang on to. Um, Every, I'm mean, down to a toothpick practically. You don't take any. Oh, wow. I wanted to buy that desk for myself <laughs> and then sure. let them use it because it was so, I don't know, it was just a sort of an art deco, perfect scale. Um, 
I mean, the drawer pulls, you know, just like, ah. But he wrote uh, his Nobel Peace Prize speech on that desk. Wow. So it's very important. That's very right. important. Very big detail. And um, luckily, the designer I worked with, uh, she had been scouring for, you know, because he was driven by Gandhi. You know, Gandhi was a big teacher of his. Right. And so he had, she had everything perfectly laid out. The handwriting, it was intense. I mean, that one scene. That was a great movie, though. Yeah, it was. It, was, it really it was. It really was. It was, ex- it was so well done. And I grew so. up in Memphis, and I remember I was, I was eight years old when he was assassinated at the Lorraine Motel. Uh, yeah, it's changed. So doing that piece was very close I cried to al- you and emotional as well. Yeah, I cried almost yeah. every day. Well, wow. that's great. I've had opportunities. Uh, when I lived in Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't get a lot of the detailed history mm-hmm. of the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we moved to Atlanta, that was one of the places I wanted to visit. And, and we mm-hmm. did. And we spent, my sister and I spent lots of time uh, on that whole civil rights trail from Atlanta to Montgomery, mm. Birmingham, mm. and into Selma. And we've actually participated in the marches that take place there annually. So, so congratulations powerful. for being a part of capturing all of, those mem- all of those memories. Because without you, some people would never, ever know this that story. This is true. And I'm one little tiny nothing in the whole big picture. But finding all those pieces and, oh, and it's funny. <laughs> you know, actually knowing how to choose something that will work in something that is existing in your mind, because mm-hmm. you have to, mm-hmm. you know, it's exactly. it's it's amazing that you can yeah. picture that and and see understand what you need to find, and that's that's like just well, that's interesting. You even bring that up. digging, and it, it's just yeah. well, it's Mar- Mary has a, years of an stuff. amazing eye as well. I can tell. No, she really does. She's very. <laughs> I can tell. Look at the way she I know. looks. She looks, looks fantastic. Amazing. Well, I, I love antiques as well. Yeah. And you know, we we we'll get together after the show I and we'll know. talk antiques. But you know, you've got an interesting thing going on in your life right now. Oh, uh, when we started out, you talked about getting and going inside mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the inner, mm-hmm. really understanding mm-hmm. one's inner self. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing as part of your recreation or rebranding yourself, yes, right? Yes, it is. So, Tell us about that. It sounds very, well, very exciting. It's been a two-year sabbatical from film because, you know, I just had to kind of stop and just back off from life. Not really. Just go deeper. Sure. So, you know, sometimes you can go too deep. I don't know if there's such a thing. But uh, what I'm working on is uh, not working on, but I've developed a course, and it is basically people tapping into source, their own inner source. Okay? And it's very easy. I make it very easy. Uh, my two years of study, hypnotherapy, timeline therapy, neurolinguistics programming, it's all just your inner talk, your inner, what, you know, what you're doing within your own being. And people just, it's so, they respond immediately. Oh, wow. So how do we, how do you, how do you start? A session? That? Yes. Um, well, I usually ask permission for their unconscious mind. Is it okay to go there? to your inner self. Whatever questions, I give them homework usually, like what they want to create, I have a creativity coach, sports performance coach. Like if I'm working with a golfer, I'll say, what is your most difficult hole? What is your most difficult, you know? And I make them, you know, become present in that space. Or if they're working on a piece of sculpture, a piece of art, and they're stuck or whatever, like just go there, just go to where whatever is blocking you. Right. 
and let's turn it on. Let's turn on the power. Let's turn on the, the unconscious mind, which is also the Akashic record, which is everything. So they, if they say, yes, you know, I, I'll do that, you give them that homework, and they mm-hmm. come in, and then Then we can go. Begin. We have a strategy. It's like okay. an inner self strategy. Have you had any s- sessions that were outstanding Oh, to my you? God. I've watched people unfold. Amazing. Totally unfold. What does I that mean? mean? Well, you know, you, uh, you, you just stay in touch. Some people come for one session. Some people, it's forever. Wow. Not forever. But you just start to hear back from them, like what emotional issues, how they're shifting and changing within their family, within their work life. You just, I don't know. It's, it's, just like, ma- a thera- it's, it's just like a therapy. It is definitely therapy. Gonna... It's definitely therapy. Yes, it's therapy. <laughs> and so for our listening audience, how would you describe, because this is a new thing for me. I do understand mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but I can also believe that many of our listening audience may not. Mm-hmm. So if they were to make a call to you, mm-hmm. what type of therapy or what is it they can relate to uh, in terms of identifying some expectations? I understand, yes. Uh, I would say meditation. It's it's a degree of meditation, it's reflection, it's contemplation, it's uh, prayer, it's, you know, you could label it, you know, however we go within. And uh, usually it's, it's very simple. I make it very within the first five minutes or three minutes, they're already within. There's some hand movements. These are ancient techniques. They're just some simple techniques that uh, somehow the subconscious mind automatically responds. So that's why you have to have a goal. It's good to have a goal, an idea of what you want to create. Like for a golfer, make a hole in one. You're so scared of that. Mm-hmm. How did you decide you wanted to do that? Like what was the, what was the turning point for you? Well, now I, I wanted to become a priest before they ordained women. You know, you, no one would ordain a woman. Mary's or an ordained minister. Yes, oh, now I wonder yes. we're so in love. Oh, my God. Oh, my and God. I'm to speak at my church. I can hardly on, wait. On Sorry, I'm Sunday, screaming. the 16th of, uh, of September, 1030, St. Peter Missionary Baptist Church. I'm really, really excited about what that's going to be on that. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. Oh well, this goodness. is very, very interesting, though, what you're doing and... You know, again, I think it's something that we could offer. Uh, uh, we, we use the term women, and that is intentional. But I there like is uh, men, you're always included in our discussions as well. <laughs> we learn from each other, and we also encourage each other. But you've got to remember, though, the position that is taken by the chick in charge is really one of posture and not of attitude. We're so happy to have you here with us today, Vera. Do you have any questions that you would like to ask me or Sarah? Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) And uh, if so, please feel free to do so. I would love to know more about your church and your ministry and what your sermon is. I mean, if you even know what you're going to be sharing this I, I do, and it's so interesting. My sister created, and I don't want to like ruin, be a spoiler. You know, <laughs> I, I, don't I'm, give I'm it. Yeah, gonna, don't. I'm don't not going to give it away. <laughs> uh, but my sister and I were talking. She created a, a flyer for me on yesterday, and she says, "Well, do you know the topic?" I says, "Yes, but God is refining that topic. Oh. It's not about what I'm going to say, but it's what He's going to." impart in me for the people who will be there to hear it. But I'm a member of St. Peter Missionary Baptist Church. It is a community church right here in Southwest Atlanta under the leadership of Pastor 
Eric Vincent Thomas. Okay. Um, and our, it is a community of undeserved people. Um, and I call it, you know, people ask me, well, why do you go to that church? That's because there's a little hood in all of us. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm rewarded is being able to go into communities where the need is there, be it spiritual or professional, mm -hmm. emotional, mm -hmm. family. And that's what I do. And you also used the term earlier, servant. I am oh. indeed a servant leader. And um, because, you know, my background being the daughter of sharecropping parents. We didn't have a lot, mm -hmm. uh, but we were very, very rich in spirit. And it's most be, important. It is, and to be able to transfer some of that energy, mm. as you spoke of, that you know that is contained within you into the lives of others is absolutely an, an amazing, an amazing experience. I love you. Thank you. I love you too, Vera, and oh thank you so God. much for and being Sarah, here. And I'm Mr. okay. Man over there. And port, yeah, we love no, port. I'm gonna tell you something funny. Can Please, I still talk? Sure. yeah, I still yeah, talk? go. Okay, and I'm gonna uh, say a little prayer too. This, uh, when I was in my holy order, you know, uh, I strive, O oh Father, Creator of all, to be a nameless wanderer, mm -hmm. so poised, so balanced that none will comprehend. Well, that's just the beginning. It goes on. From there. It's beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, and I have to, that's how I wake up. I was like, just make sure that I am doing something. You know, that's fantastic. May, I popped in here for a reason, and it's not easy being on Earth. You know, yeah, yeah. It can be di different. Different days can be really challenging, mm -hmm. but I, I love the way that um, look, you I mean, want to start out with with a, a purpose. And I know Mary, what is it you do every morning? Every morning, <laughs> I. After I wake up, before I step out of bed, and please listen to this because yes. I'm so passionate about where I am spiritually. Uh, because, you know, each day as we come into contact with so many people, um, it's easy to get off course. Um, so I get up every morning being grateful mm. and thankful that mm -hmm. I'm alive, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And then I begin to reflect on the day before, the encounters, the assignments mm. that God has for me each day. Right. Did I conquer those? Did I spend enough time with him to understand what those assignments really are? And uh, after meditation, I then go to scripture. And mm. often, the scripture aligns with my thoughts for that day. And it's Beautiful. so amazing. And when that happens, I mean, I, I'm just on it. I'm ready to go. <laughs> You're right. already done. And You're the done. next thing I do after prayer is I contact my girls. I send the same scripture that I read every morning to my daughter, my three granddaughters, and my granddaughter's caregiver. So we're on the same plane mm, interesting. Uh, every day. Yep. Then wow. I'll get up and work out. And you know, just by now, I know what my day is because right. during that meditation period, it's when God begins to stack those uh, steps in terms of what, in terms of, you know, the things that I will do for that day. Fantastic. And uh, and it really helps to be focused, to get focused mm. on mm -hmm. who you are, but mm -hmm. just as importantly, what it is you have to do today. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how my day starts, and beautiful. It ends very similarly <laughs> every day. Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, thank you guys for uh, the opportunity for us to talk about, you know, God's Word and the power of that and how He's using each of us every day to impact and impart into the lives of others. 
we have had an exceptional time with the chick in charge, Ms. Vera <laughs> Smith, and I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned because there's more to come. Subscribe to The Chick in Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chick in Charge.